Hello, and welcome to the Tour Inspires podcast. I'm your host, Maxim Kraft, and today we will be talking about an awesome Western European country called Belgium. Officially known as the Kingdom of Belgium, the nation is bordered by the Netherlands to the north, Germany to the east, Luxembourg to the southeast, France to the southwest, and the luscious North Sea on the northwest. 11.5 million people call Belgium home, making it the 22nd most densely populated country in the world and 6th in Europe. The nation is a federal constitutional monarchy with a parliamentary system and is divided into three large geographical regions. The country is extensively connected with state-of-the-art national road, rail, and air infrastructure, as well as extensive public transportation within the urban centers. Belgium is part of an area known as the Low Countries and the Benelux Group of States, which are famous for their multilingual culture. Belgium recognizes Dutch, French, and German as the official languages, and most of its citizens also know English. Today, the country is famous for being the host of the European Commission, Council of the European Union, the European Council, and hosting one of the two seats of the European Parliament. Belgium is also the founding member of the Eurozone, NATO, OECD, and the World Trade Organization. All citizens get free public education from kindergarten to university, amongst many other perks, as well as a free public healthcare option in addition to private and university clinics. Most of the political and corporate organizations are located in Brussels, the capital of Belgium. Brussels is also known as the capital of Europe due to the fact that the headquarters of the European Union is largely located in the city. Over 176,000 people call Brussels home, which consists primarily of the historic town and additional areas within the Brussels capital region. The city's borders are still defined by the second walls of Brussels, which were constructed in the late 14th century and have now largely been replaced by the small ring highway. Another major project in Brussels is the legendary Avenue Louis, commissioned in 1847 as a monumental chestnut tree avenue and now one of the most iconic landmarks in the city. The avenue is home to high-end shops, restaurants, offices, sculptures, cathedrals, and 11 embassies, and is absolutely worth paying a visit to when you're in town. Some other incredible landmarks in Brussels are the iconic Mannequin Piss, popularly known as the Peeing Boy Fountain, the Cathedral of St. Michael and St. Gudula, as well as the St. Hubert Royal Galleries. Finally, the Royal District, with its Museum Square, Royal Palace, and several incredible parks, is an absolute must-see for any visitors to Brussels. The royal palace is where the reigning monarch, King Philip of Belgium, resides. Directly across from the palace is the Belgian parliament. Within the district are dozens of museums ranging in everything from Belgian history to the fine arts, as well as several libraries. Belgian history as a whole is quite complex, but can be divided into the pre- and post-independence eras. The pre-independence history of Belgium dates all the way back to 100,000 BCE, when Neanderthals called the region home. The earliest Neolithic farming technology in Europe was found in Belgium as well. Throughout the Celtic period, the region was part of the Gallia Belgica province of the Roman Empire and Julius Caesar toured the region on multiple occasions. The region was later part of several large empires, ranging from the Western Roman Empire to Austrasia and was raided by both Vikings and Germanic nomads. Throughout the late Middle Ages, the cities of Bruges and Ghent obtained their charters and the famous Belgian Gothic cathedrals were built. Today, the city of Bruges is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and has a population of over 117,000 people. The city is sometimes referred to as the Venice of the North, owing to its romantic canal systems and its massively important port. 
Bruges is often considered as one of the most romantic cities in Europe and has numerous historic attractions like the Church of Our Lady, one of the Gothic cathedrals we mentioned, and Markt, the market square and center of the town. Belgium was first recognized as an official state in 1830 when the many provinces of the region united to form a single nation. Since then, Belgium was both a colonial empire with the Belgian Congo as well as a major trade player until the World Wars when the nation saw occupation by the Germans and tremendous destruction. Post-war, the nation went through numerous progressive reforms and provincial unifications, leaving only three major regions in the country – French-speaking Wallonia in the south, Dutch-speaking Flanders in the north, and the bilingual Brussels in between. In more recent history, Antwerp has surpassed Bruges to become the most important Belgian port city. It is the second largest city in Belgium and the most populated with over 500,000 residents. The city has the world's oldest stock exchange as well as a large-scale diamond industry. Antwerp still has numerous fortifications intact from the Middle Ages, like the Hethstein, a fort constructed in 1520 to defend the city from Viking attacks. But how's the weather in Belgium? The nation consists of three main geographical regions, the coastal plain in the northwest and the central plateau, as well as the Ardennes uplands in the southeast. The climate is maritime temperate, with significant precipitation in all seasons, which is similar to most of northwestern Europe. The coastal plain consists mainly of sand dunes and polders, while the central plateau further inland is a smooth, slowly rising landscape irrigated by numerous waterways, with fertile valleys and the northeast sandy plain of the Campine. The Ardennes uplands are thickly forested and are largely consistent of hills and plateaus with rugged terrain and numerous small gorges. One of the most iconic geographic features of Belgium is the River Meuse in Wallonia. The river rises in France and flows through Belgium into the Netherlands. On the right bank of the river lie the Rochers de Frere, a collection of rock formations very popular as a rock climbing destination. The formation is a major Wallonian heritage site and the first climbing route opened at Frere was pioneered by Javier de Grun, who in 1930 climbed the formation for the first time. If you are visiting Belgium, this site is definitely worth a visit, even if you're not that much into rock climbing. The formation is stunningly beautiful. Also along the River Meuse lies the adorable little town of Dinant. Located against the backdrop of a massive cliff formation coupled with a fort at its apex, the town was first built in the 11th century to control the Meuse Valley, and is today a great starting point for exploring the river. The city's primary landmark is the Collegiate Church of Notre Dame de Dinant, and alongside the Meuse waterfront is the city center, which has a multitude of local restaurants, museums, and shops for visitors to enjoy. And that concludes our Belgian podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to give us a like or rating on your platform of choice and subscribe to get new episodes every single week. All the cities and locations we mentioned in this episode were also featured on our Instagram page, at official tour app, where we highlight the most scenic locations in the countries you vote for. And if you're excited to visit Belgium, feel free to download tour on the iOS app store for free and start planning your next trip today. Safe travels, Maxim Craft.